0: Welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and this is a double feature today uh, because we are now talking about Wonder Woman 1984, uh, which premiered on HBO Max in 4K and Dolby, shocking, the same day that Pixar Soul came out on December 25th. Now, as I said in the prior track, uh, I did watch this movie twice. I needed to watch this one twice because uh, I... This was not the movie that I was expecting. I talk about that in the prior episode of Expectations. And and uh, I... Well, here's what I'll say. When I watched it the first time, I gave it an 8. An eight and I thought that was a generous 8. Uh, but since watching it a second time, I am giving it an even... What I would almost argue is a generous 7. Uh, guys, I love Wonder Woman. I am a huge Wonder Woman fan. Uh, specifically, because, like I said, there's a, there's a lot of strong female characters out right now that have been out for obviously a while. Wonder Woman's been in the comics for forever, but uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is just she she was inspiring in the first movie and in uh, Justice League and Batman v Superman. So I've 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 always been a fan of her. I actually have a uh, a giant poster in uh, my movie room that uh, is the wonder woman 1984 poster i was very excited for this movie and i've, I've been since it was announced i mean i li- i really loved the first wonder woman movie it wasn't perfect by any means and i you know me i'm not a fan of of going back to the 1920s every time we have to go back in time which uh was the first movie and i i forgave it for it only because the rest of the movie was so good um, I believe I've spoken on the my thoughts of the original Wonder Woman, but if I haven't, I loved it. Uh, the scenes were great. I made a really cool uh, video that uh, I was actually able to sync up Taylor Swift's... Um, are you ready? Is it called Are You Ready? Or uh, Are You Ready for it? Boom, Boom, kuh, Boom? That song, you can actually sync that up with the Wonder Woman trailer. And I did so. It's on YouTube. You can find it. Um, but it sounds so badass. I mean, the whole movie was great. The only parts I didn't like about it was the supporting cast. I didn't like, wasn't a huge fan of them at all. They were all caricatures. Uh, even Chris Pine, who was probably the most tolerable of the group. Um, I liked the villain, and by villain, I mean the evil doctor who wore a mask, all the other villains, I just, again, it was, I was there for Wonder Woman, and much like that movie, I felt the same for this one, I was there for Wonder Woman, and Kristen Wiig did a phenomenal job as well, the movie itself, just, a, it's, it's got some issues, so we're gonna dive into that right now, so spoilers for this movie, uh, the second time that I watched it, I took notes, and because I kept saying to myself, and I saw some people's reviews, I saw some thoughts on it, and as I'm reading them, I was like, well, I don't my I don't feel that exact same way. But I was like, okay, you're you know you're kind of starting to make sense to me, sort of thing. But so when I was watching it and taking these notes, I'm like, okay, now I know why I was so questionable and so iffy about it when I saw it. Uh, so here's what I'll preface with if you've got nothing to do, if it was Christmas Day and you pop this movie in, or you want to pop it in right now, do it. It's fun. I I enjoyed it for the most part, but if you don't like it after you've seen it, don't blame me. I mean, I'm not forcing you to see it. I'm just saying, like, there's a there's some p- parts in this movie that are really good, and there's some parts that I really enjoyed, but there's a lot of it, and a, and a, a lot of it meaning it's two and a half hours long. Um, there's a lot of it that's questionable. So, Starting right out the gate, I don't like how this movie is the first 4K movie that they're putting on HBO Max, which is just a travesty in and of itself. Every other streaming service has 4K. Uh, I don't even need to list them they all have them I don't know what HBO's problem is I don't know why they're using this as the first movie to tout their 4k because this movie is filmed in such a way that you're really not getting the 4k quality that you should be and that's because this movie is set in the 1980s so the movie is filmed like it would be in the 1980s And, again, if you're looking for a fun, campy superhero movie, awesome. You found it. But if you were expecting, like, a uh, 4K quality of literally any 4K movie that comes out these days, you're not going to get it. Like, you're still going to see it a little bit grainy. And I'm speaking to you from someone who's watched... I I mean, I live for 4K movies. Not only that, I'm watching these movies on a 70-inch screen, so I can make out some of the pixels that way. I've got glasses on, so I'm you know I got to do it. But uh, so it was disappointing because in four, the first Wonder Woman was so badass in four K that looked so good, and this one just looked like a regular movie. It could have been ten eighty P for all I could you know all I care. Uh, so that was a bummer because there were some really beautiful shots in this movie, and I was just, every time one of those shots showed up, I was like, I wish this was an actual 4k, I wish this was in like a different camera style to where we actually can see the crispness on people's faces, and the the lush locations that they had, but so here's my notes, I'm going to start reading these off, and we'll use them as talking points, first note, I loved the beginning of this movie, when Wonder Woman is a little girl. But it feels incredibly out of place. And upon watching it a second time, and I felt this way, I couldn't understand what my feelings were when I first watched it, but I felt this the second time. Why couldn't she win? So she, go, she goes through this Olympic trial with a bunch of adults, and she's a little kid, and she beats them all by using a shortcut. And um, I, don't, I don't remember her name, but uh, oh, well, she's... Uh, Artemis? I don't know. The, the lady who's played by uh, House of Cards. She, uh, she pulls her aside and says, you don't get to win. You took a shortcut. You cheated. And she says, and I wrote this down. Oh yeah, here we go. Yeah. So I said, I said, I don't get why she couldn't win. She found, Wonder Woman found another path. She, she was thinking outside of the box by taking the shoot down the, the tr- like, why is that there if not to utilize it? If you're in a true situation where you're fighting with people and you don't do something like that, that could cost you your life. And so she's being punished for that because, again, what I'm assuming is she wasn't going to win anyway because she's too young, which is just trash because she beats the rest of them. And, and the other thing too, and the reason I think that I was so upset by it, because eh, fine, even if you're not allowed to take shortcuts, tell us that. Have them say you have to follow the track around the entire island or you lose. No one mentions anything about it. They just punish her afterwards, which is not okay. That is not how you run a society, even if it's a strong society like the Amazons. You need rules. You need ground rules. But I'll tell you this much. The villains aren't going to be following rules. So um, so here's what she says, and this is where I just was like, I don't get it. She says, you took the short path you cheated and that is the truth and the truth is all there is and i'm like what like what kind of like what le- what's the lesson here what lesson is diana learning here that she shouldn't think outside the box that she shouldn't take a shortcut if it means winning in this case again obviously if you're taking a shortcut in your life that you or you're taking a shortcut to get some quick cash, whatever the case may be, it's probably not going to pan out. But when you're in a race, a race that has no rules, and we've seen it. We've seen it in you've seen this sort of thing in any dystopian movie, whether that's Hunger Games, I'll throw in Kingsman. There's so many movies where there's some sort of trial or tribulate Harry Potter, uh where someone takes a shortcut and they win and the person goes they cheated and they're like they didn't cheat. They found another way to get through. Like, it's meant to be something for you to figure out on your own. And the smarter person will take a shortcut like that in a race. I mean, you see it all the time. You see it in video games when you're taking a shortcut through the racetrack to beat the other cars. And that track is there, so you can do that if you're brave enough. And if, you know, she's anything, she's brave. But then her mom comes over, and your mom says, Your time will come, Diana. And I'm like mom her time is here right now she just beat all of these adults and you saw her do it and and okay and but then and so then the movie uh goes into the present day and so that that's the setup right that is the the point of this movie clearly the reason they had that scene was so that they could impress upon this message of the truth it had we need the truth which is a great message i mean the the truth is all we have and right now there's a a, a short supply of that in a lot of places so uh, the message itself was strong but the execution of it could have been a lot different uh it could have been something i I it's not my job to think of a better movie but so then we get into the 1980s And again, film quality kind of downgrades a little bit. It looks like you're watching on 80s TV. My wife thought the camera was blurry because all of the credits are rolling in in that 1984 weird font, and it looked foggy. I don't get it, but she starts. uh, She she's like showing up around the city, and this this felt like it was coming out of a Spider Man movie, is what I wrote down. Wonder Woman is literally acting like Spider Man, and it feels very 80s in this movie of just people kind of being on the street littering she like kicks a car out of the way to save somebody but always sees her foot someone falls and she catches them as she swings by on her lasso just like spider-man and um so then we get to what i and again i I, like i said i'm gonna be nitpicking this movie i want to remind you that i still liked this movie i just had a lot of issues with it but She goes to this mall scene, which was a really cool scene where she's, these people are trying to steal some objects from a black arc. It, it, furthers the plot, but the way she fights these bad guys is really cool. And by the end of it, one of the bad guys grabs a child and dangles it over a, uh, over the balcony to which again, she catches while she's web swinging, uh, lasso swinging and, um, saves the day. But the guy is like grabbing this child and he says, I'm not going back. I'm not going back as he dangles the kid and I'm thinking buddy like you're gonna go back though like you doing this is you could have just like left and and no problem you would have been fine but uh you had to do what you did and you're gonna probably go to jail but hey Wonder Woman kicked ass she's sliding around on the ground like she was wearing socks yeah and I said that too loved how fluid she moves sliding around the mall like she's in socks I I wish I was Wonder Woman kind of like Kristen Wiig. Uh, And so I'll I'll do a shout out here for her as well. Um, Kristen Wiig and Gal Gadot did phenomenal. I loved them both. They, they stole the movie. I liked Maxwell Lord as well, Pedro Pascal, but I, I, Kristen and, and Gal are, they they just did great. Uh, So here's where things get even weirder. And I just, I jumped ahead because again, I saw it, but there's this whole bit in this movie. And you know what? I'm just going to wait till we get to it. So next up, I like that she worked at a museum. I thought that was cool. We kind of saw it in the last movie, but we really get to dive into it here. I like that. It makes sense for her character. I loved how hammy Maxwell Lord is. I thought he was great. I thought his whole story was a little too much and could have not been there and we would have been fine. But, um, and, and then we kind of get to the, yeah, the wish being granted. So there's the stone. It's a citrine stone when you when you touch it, you make a wish and it takes something from you. You don't know what it takes, but it does. And Diana makes a wish that Trevor was back, Steve Trevor back from the 1920s. And so where it, it felt like deja vu. I'm trying I'm trying to think and I you know I, I've seen a lot of movies so I guess maybe my mind is racing or trying to figure this out but I feel like there was a recent movie where somebody from the 1920s named Steve was sent forward through time to a uh, time period um, later like 60 years later and wakes up and goes through this whole sort of oh I'm a man out of time sort of thing like it's on the tip of my tongue it's its I feel like the guy who played the character, too, was named Chris, and, uh, I'm trying to think, is it Chris, not Chris Hemsworth, not Chris Pratt, it was one of the other Chrises, maybe Chris, not Chris Pine, I guess, obviously, I'm talking about Captain America, it's the exact same thing, he comes, okay, cool, but guess what, in Captain America, it was cool, because he was in ice, and obviously, that's kind of how it was in the comics, but, in this movie, it was nothing short of problematic, and it was enjoyable to an extent in the first viewing, but in the second viewing, here's what I wrote. The entire love angle was strange. It's Chris Pine in another person's body. Diana can't move on after 60 years, but I guess, granted, Steve Rogers also couldn't move on from Peggy. That makes sense. But actually, he kind of did, didn't he, right? After he, she died, um, he started dating her niece, but uh, maybe I said, maybe it's because she was with all women on in the Amazon, kind of like when I when I lived in Texas, there was uh, there was like a Jesuit school for all boys. And then there was the Ursuline Academy that had, or like Bo from Harry Potter, uh, where it's just an all girl Academy. They always said uh, that, you know, you get just all uh, one gender in, in a place, they're going to get antsy to hang out with the other gender. And so I get it. If Wonder Woman's been around only women her whole life and she meets a great guy yeah, I guess it makes sense that she would put all of her other cares and, and aspirations aside for this person even after they died, even 60 years after they died, even now that she's even more powerful and is a strong and capable woman who can move on with no problem from someone like that, especially someone who told her to move on back in the day. She could do that, right? Well, I guess she can't because she's still crisp pining over him. And uh, we get to this bit, where uh and that's where i said this is just so weird the chris pine thing yeah i didn't even write it down because i wanted to talk about it so here's the problem wonder woman is kissing and sleeping with a person who in her head she sees as chris pine the same way that a delusional person would shoot someone else because they thought they looked like the devil the only difference is in this reality she knows that she's dreaming but she doesn't care And that's because it's Chris Pine. So she has no consideration or concern at all for getting any sort of consent from this body that Chris Pine is magically in that we clearly see in the mirror and they spend way too much time kind of going, oh, this is weird. Yes, it is weird. It's really weird. It's even weirder when you get to the end of the movie and that guy meets up with her and she acts like nothing happened. Like, dude, she was in your apartment for quite a while. They were hanging out a lot. And that even goes further into the the psychotic thing of of her not renouncing her wish as we get later on into this. But again, it's the writing for the movie, I guess. Like I said, I'm I. It doesn't sound like it, but I'm working really hard here, guys, to to like this movie. Um, because God, the, the, I mean, the, those action scenes were pretty good. So uh, okay so wishes granted. Okay, so now we get to the part where Maxwell Lord is essentially a fraud. He he is he's like an oil baron or something, but he can't he doesn't know. He has no money, he's running out of stuff and he says, "Well, if I get that stone, I uh I can I could wish for a million dollars or something." Okay, well, that makes sense. He gets there and he wishes to be the stone. And and that's honestly I was like, "Ooh, okay, that's pretty interesting." but then, you know, we don't get to hear the explanation of how it even works, because he meets with people, he makes them do a wish, and when they're done, he tells them what he's going to take. He goes, all right, I'm going to take this, this, and this. So is that how the stone works? Does the stone get to pick, or is it more of like an automatic sort of thing? Because, uh, and we're going to get into some questionable stuff about that as well, but Chris Pine just doesn't do it. Oh yeah, Ugh, this is just another note. Chris Pine doesn't do it. Oh, I'm from the '20s and the '80s. I don't know fashion. Again, all that we saw in the trailer. I don't need to see. I don't need to see him trying on parachute pants and wearing uh, fanny packs. Like, I get it. It's a man purse, whatever you want to call it. It's a satchel, but I just don't need to. See. The movie is two and a half hours long. If you wanted to make his character a little more interesting, which uh, I guess you would have to say a lot more interesting cause he, he's not even there for any p- real purpose except to get to hang out with Diana. He doesn't do really anything. The only cool part that he has, which is coming up is when he flies the plane. And even that is a questionable moment as I get to it. So I just, the, the whole man out of time thing is, is been done already. Um, Oh yeah, here's what it was. This is this is probably my least favorite thing to say about this movie, which is it felt like every cool scene. And trust me, there were a lot of cool scenes. Every cool scene was shown in the trailers. The initial Wonder Woman um, uh, Olympic trial at the beginning, the her saving people in the mall, the fight uh, at the end where they're chasing down the people in the trucks. The fight with Cheetah, like any action scene, they showed them all in the trailers. So, you know, I saw it already. I wasn't surprised and I wasn't impressed. I, 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 and I'll say I wasn't impressed by what I didn't see. The fights themselves were good. Like when I watched them the second time, I was like, yeah, these are pretty cool fights. But it just, I wasn't wowed by them because I'd already seen them uh max becomes a genie i liked it oh yeah until it went over the top so after he became a genie and i was just like okay so what are you going to take a million wishes is that what your plan is but then they steal a plane so where where is uh where is hippolyta uh, her mom, Where is? Uh, where are they coming to tell her that she's cheating, that she's using a shortcut when she gets in this plane that she steals from the government with Steve Trevor, but to the government it's just some random dude, because it's just a random dude that Steve Trevor's in, um, and I have that, that is the truth, and it's cheating, so she shouldn't have done that, um, but then I loved Chris Pine in the plane, he was awesome, I, just getting to see him so excited about being a pilot was great, it's been Eight, 60 years since he's flown a plane, and uh, he knows how to fly these new planes, so that's cool. Uh, and, and honestly, that whole scene was really cool with the fireworks. Again, it could have been a lot cooler had the camera been a better quality, but uh, it also would have been nice because I'm pretty sure this movie was supposed to come out in July. It would have been really cool to see that for the 4th of July. Um, I did like The Invisible Ship. I got really excited about that. We haven't seen that yet, uh, but I and it was off the radar apparently, And I, but I was wondering, like, how... So how does it get off the radar? But you know what? I don't care. It's it's just it's the science behind it. I don't care. We can. So now here we go. I made a specific note at one hour and twenty one minutes the second fight occurs. So we have to wait an hour and twenty minutes to get any action in this movie. Um, she catches a bullet with her lasso, and at this point I said, okay, well, so her her lasso is the ultimate weapon. She. Flies in the air with it. She stops bullets with it. She pushes people with it. It can be incredibly long. It can be incredibly short. Uh, And like I said, I'm a huge Wonder Woman fan, but I have not read a lot of Wonder Woman comics. So I don't know if that's actually how it is in the comics. I I, I don't really care one way or the other. Uh, but I'd like to know if that was something that they kind of took liberties on. Like, oh, whatever problem we have, just her lasso can fix it. She can throw her lasso and she'll be able to, to catch onto a plane that is miles away. Um, but then she can also ride on it with lightning and stop bullets. So, uh, again, if so, cool. That's pretty cool. I, I like that. But she really relied on her lasso in this movie. Uh, no way those kids she saved survived in the real world. There's no way you see that scene where she catches the two kids and they do like a barrel roll on the street. She probably would have crushed them or, uh, like them just impacting the ground would have at least seriously injured them, but they look like they got off scot-free, which is great. Good for them. Um, How can you touch people through the TV, I wondered as I listened to Maxwell Lord uh, talk about the anecdote that the president was saying about touching people with the TV. Um, I guess it's because it's the 1980s. Uh, But there's a fight there in the White House that was actually really cool. I liked that fight, and we got a little bit of cheetah at this point, Um, still just Kristen Wig cheetah, but I was fine with it. And at that point, we started to realize that uh, she is getting injured, so her wish had her take away her power. And that's when I said, okay, well, she should just renounce her wish, right? I mean, if she, she should have renounced her wish when she saw the other guy in the mirror and said, Ooh, this seems kind of icky. This seems a little creepy. I renounce my wish, but nope, she doesn't. And she didn't do it at this point either when she was seriously injured, even though she knew she should have, even though that was the truth. She's taking a shortcut. So I guess that is a theme throughout the movie, which is not her character um, to take shortcuts. It doesn't make sense because then she gives this beautiful, well, arguably beautiful speech to the masses as she somehow magically gets everybody to renounce their wish in a society that would never ever do that. It's 2020, guys. If you if you had someone like Maxwell Lord and he granted the entire world whatever they wanted, we, the world would be gone in about an hour. Even Wonder Woman wouldn't be able to turn that around. Um, but but then we get into when she's actually fighting Cheetah, and we don't really see how Kristen Wig turns into Cheetah. We don't see why she turns into Cheetah. All we know is that she gets a second wish from Maxwell Lord. No explanation as to why she gets a second wish, but she does. She gets a second wish, and she wishes to be an apex predator, uh, which could be a tiger, could have been a lion, could have been a hawk, a shark, a dinosaur. Uh, Why a Cheetah? We don't know. Maybe it's because she liked Wonder Woman's pumps. Hey, honestly, I loved them too. Um, But then also... The fight itself was so dark, so you barely even get to see what Cheetah looks like. You sort of do, and there's a couple bits where it looks kind of good, but the CGI was just a little bit off. And then we get this golden costume that is super cool, super badass, but is not earned one bit. And when she shows up in it, I was like, oh, okay, so now she's wearing her costume, Um, in the trailers, they made it look kind of cool, but in the movie, there's like no build up for it. There's no, there's just a tiny. Oh, Steve Trevor's like, oh, what's is his name? Steve Trevor or his? I'm trying to figure out what's the guy's name for the body that he's in because it's not actually Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep hammering that in throughout the whole time. It is not Steve. It's an actual person. Um we'll call him Kenny. and so Kenny is like, "Hey, what is this? And she's like, oh those the the suit over there that's a it's a golden golden armor made from all of the Amazon's armor that one Amazon woman wore to fight off the hordes of men. And I'm like, okay, this can kind of go good." but she can't even stop cheating in the costume. So how powerful is that costume? I guess that's because it's the 80s and men were kind of running things in the 80s. So there must have been a waning of powers in that suit. She should have been more focused on crushing the patriarchy than she should have been on uh, hanging out with Kenny. Uh, but <laughs> that's uh, Maybe they're going to dive into that in the, in the sequel. Um, yeah, she never specifically says she wanted to be a Cheetah. Uh, okay so is the so here's this is this is where and it's funny because this is the kind of uh this is the kind of question that you you could ask to pedro pascal um either in this movie or in the mandalorian In the mandalorian you'd say okay so what's the rule uh you can't take your helmet off or you can't let people see your face and in this movie i would say so is the message of the movie to be careful what you wish for Or to not wish for anything at all? Is that... Like, what is the... It it sounds like the message is is to... It's the truth. The truth is the message. But then there's this message about wishes. And everyone's getting their wish. And obviously the message has always been, be careful what you wish for, right? Like, you'll never know. It could be... You might think it's a good idea now. Might not be. But if it is the message of to be careful what you wish for, then why does everyone renounce their wish? Obviously if you wished for something like like You'd have to think there had out of the billions of people in the world, someone had to have been looking in that TV and been like, "I wish my mom didn't have cancer anymore," or someone was like, "Man, I wish I, I wish I could ace my test tomorrow." And honestly, Max, what are you going to be taking from that kid who wishes that he's going to ace his test tomorrow? What are you going to do? Take his legs from him so that he can't play sports anymore? What about the the mom with cancer? Are you going to cure her cancer, but now she can't speak English or she can't communicate with her? I'm just making this up, but. Like, so is is it that there's always a cost to the wish, in which case you should not wish for things, or is it just to be careful what you wish for and you should wish for the right things? I personally think the way that the movie looks, it's to not wish for anything at all, because that's kind of what happens, is everyone renounces their wishes. Uh But I, I don't know. I don't know. So oh here we go yeah yeah and then my last comment on here this freaking guy at the end like dude we are already kissed and slept together but not sure if you gave consent but my ancient dead boyfriend was cool with it yeah uh that just like i said i and i think i maybe communicated that in a podcast past where after watching the Wonder Woman trailer, I was not a fan of seeing Chris Pine. That was the one thing I didn't want. I don't like the idea that Wonder Woman, one of the most powerful people in the universe, or I guess you could just say on Earth. She's one of the most powerful people on Earth. She's bet she's stronger than Batman. She's uh she's on par with Superman in her powers is bogged down and relied upon by a man and not just any man Kenny a man who isn't even the man she thinks it is it is a man trapped in another man's body and she is completely powerless i mean that that should have been the bad guy it should have been a guy that just turned into Steve Trevor like the ooh that would have been good maybe maybe they should have just had the bad guy instead of being cheetah should have been Chameleon. I, I'm cool. Oh my gosh, that was actually super funny. There was a, uh, oh, when we were watching this, this is a sneak sneak peek behind the scenes. Uh, when we were watching this movie the first time, at the beginning of the movie, they're going through the race. Diana shoots her arrow into the thing and it makes the blue smoke. And then the next two people shoot and it's red and yellow. And my, my, my wife goes, ooh, Alex, that's Captain Marvel's colors. And I was like, yeah, it is. She goes, whoa, what if Captain Marvel is in this movie? And I was like, I was like, you're, you're amazing. I love you. Like, uh, no, that would never ever happen. Like Captain Marvel is in a completely different universe. But as I was watching this, I'm like, you know, it would have been really cool to have Captain Marvel in this movie. That would have been, that would have made the movie so much better. But I digress. The reason I'm saying that though, is maybe they could have merged the Marvel universe and had Chameleon been in this movie and had him pretend to be Steve Trevor and then the questionability would have been put on his lap as he kisses and sleeps with Wonder Woman. She doesn't even realize that it's not Steve Trevor, but then he could have betrayed her by the end of the movie, and she then learns a valuable lesson that you cannot rely on someone else, certainly not your 80-year-old dead boyfriend who you knew for like a week uh, in real time back in the day, uh, to run your life. I I think a strong... A strong and capable woman like Diana should not be bogged down by that sort of stuff. And again, that's—I don't think that's necessarily an opinion. I—I I think that is something that, uh, like, ninety years of comic book storytelling has pushed forward. That she does not need to rely on anyone. She is self-sufficient. She is a warrior princess goddess. She does not need a dead pilot in another person's body to carry her story for her and and to their credit he didn't. He was a side character, he was barely involved in anything. He honestly got in the way a couple times. So if anything they were kind of sending that message, but still the minute that they found out that they could have renounced their wishes, <clears throat> she should have shed one tear, turned to him and said I renounce my wish and he would have smiled and said I knew you would and uh disappeared. That would have been great instead of no, I can't leave you and not again. And it's like that's the sort of stuff that Millie the model is going to be talking about, and and that's a deep cut Marvel character. But that's the sort of stuff that people with much less on their minds are concerned about. And uh, so I, at the end of this, on the second viewing, <sighs> I, I don't even know if it, it's worth a seven. I I'm wondering if I should bump it down to a six. I don't know. Numbers are arbitrary all I know is I love that Wonder Woman poster, and I'm never going to take it down, uh, Gal Gadot is my Wonder Woman, though, if they ever recast, I don't, like, they can do that, but, um, I, lo- I loved her, she was great, Kristen Wiig was great, I liked Pedro Pascal, um, and again, Chris Pine was just, he was there, I guess, there's not much more to say on Chris Pine, but for the future, again, very weird, a day after they announced, you know, oh, there's going to be a Wonder Woman 3, like, can just appreciate what you have instead of constantly wanting what's next and that goes back to my my topic and soul of just living and i think that is a message that wonder woman herself diana needs to look into of just regular old living instead of hanging on to the ghosts of her past even as they pop up like they did in this movie she's got to move on she is she, there's a whole beautiful world out there for her to explore and for for people for her to love and 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 hate and move on and and, and do all of this stuff and most importantly to tell the truth because as we said there are no shortcuts and uh, if you do ever ever in your entire life take a shortcut uh, whether that's a shortcut to get home one day through the woods. Whatever the case may be, just be careful because it might be the last thing you do because you are a cheater and that is the truth and the truth is all that there is. And with that, we will wrap this up. So for Comics and Cinema, I'm your host, Alex Klein. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at A Robots Wink or on Instagram at A Robots Wink. Thank you so much for listening and hey honestly like I said uh, I still enjoyed this movie I still watched it twice I may even watch it again at some point who knows so I really hope you guys like it if you didn't like it or you disagree with what I'm saying put it put a comment up let me see I want I want to hear your thoughts because I I saw a few reviews of people who really liked this movie but it was like every review was like oh this is the movie we need right now and it's but I'm like okay but why? Like, what about this movie made it so good? I'm not the kind of person that likes to hang on to things that I don't like. So if you can convince me or you can make me look at this movie differently, please, I would love that. So shoot me a comment, reach out to me there, let me know, and uh, from there. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you at the Mascara.